Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. We're continuing our focus on EQ skills and a quick sidelight for just a second. I'm really excited as I'm finishing up my first comprehensive course on understanding your own EQ. I'm just now finishing the edits to the videos, which is the last thing I'll do before I make the course live. And I'm going to make this course available at a lower price to just about anybody. Um, my hope and my goal in this course is to empower people with what I know has changed my life. And that is the ability to understand emotional intelligence and how much it can help me, it can help you, it can help your loved ones and people you know to better navigate the challenges of life. Because that's what we live in every day. The challenges, the opportunities. I hope you'll be watching for that. So let's get back to our EQ skills, which are going to be a part of that course. And today I just want to ask a simple question. And I want to get your thoughts, at least in your own mind, about what's the answer to this question. Where does motivation come from? What do you think? When you think of motivation, what are the first few words or thoughts that come into your mind? Well, a lot of people will think of things like, well, I get my, my raise at work. I, I get recognition for doing a good job. Uh, I get appreciation from somebody. Uh, I get likes and followers on social media. That's a type of motivation. All of those that I've mentioned are external motivators. And yes, they can give us some motivation. However, they tend to be short-term motivation boosters, not long-term. Ask yourself how long your last pay increase or your last bonus motivated you. I think if you'd be honest about it, probably not more than a few weeks. Some people I've heard have told me a few days. And of course, what comes right with that is, well, I've already spent it. So, and I totally understand that. So if external motivators are not the long-term answer for motivation, what is? Well, that's where I want to focus today on a key EQ skill and competency. And that is internal motivation or what some call intrinsic motivation. Do you find yourself having all the energy you need and want for the entire day? Or do you have days when you seem to run out of energy and it becomes a real struggle to get things done? Why does that happen? Why do we have more energy on some days than we do on others? And yes, there could very well be physical reasons for that. 
let's be honest about it. If you don't sleep well, I remember the days of having babies and infants and toddlers at home. <laughs> and of course, now they're, they're grandbabies at this point, which are delightful because you can send them home with their parents. But I remember those days. I remember sleepless nights. I remember days where I was sick or didn't feel good. And sure, there are physical reasons why you may have less energy one day than you would another. But as a rule, more often than not, the reasons will not be physical reasons. They'll be mental and or emotional reasons. And those are things that directly impact motivation, which by the way, motivation is the motor that generates our energy. So what's going on in your life that may be taking away from your internal motivation? Or maybe the better question, how can we build more internal motivation? Let's talk about that. The amount of motivation that you have will be determined by many different key factors. So I promised you some insights into the secrets of building internal motivation. And first, let me ask, why is that important? And real, I realize I ask a lot of questions, but there's, there's method to the madness or however that works. So let me share with you a statement that I use when I speak, when I train, when I facilitate, when I coach people. The internal resources that you have built will be the resources that are available to you to face the next challenge or the next opportunity. You can't go out to the store and buy more. You have to have built those internal resources within yourself or it simply won't be available to you. That's the key. Internal resources. And one of the most critical internal resources is internal motivation. Okay, let's pull back the curtains and let's really look at where motivation comes from. As I said, external motivators, appreciation, recognition, money, bonuses, all of that stuff. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But that will not sustain motivation inside of you. There is a very specific pathway to help understand how our internal motivation works. Think of it as an internal battery. And are you getting that battery recharged fully on a regular basis? Here's another way to think of it. We all have things we believe to be true about ourselves and our place in the world. So let's take that first bullet point. There are things that you believe are true about yourself and about your place in the world. And that can be many, many different things. But if you would take time and just make a list 
of what you believe is true about yourself and about your place in the world, you will have much more clarity on what your beliefs are and that will help you if you want to build internal resources such as internal motivation. Second step here. From these beliefs, we create rules that we live by. And again, I would highly recommend sitting down with a piece of paper or a computer or a phone or whatever you use that you're comfortable with and just list out the rules that you live by. Now, I know a lot of people, when I say that, they will say, wait a minute, what do you mean? I don't have a rule book. Sure you do. We all do. It's kept up in our brains, but there are certain things that you have put in place that are rules that you live by. I won't do this. I will do this. I like doing this, so I'm going to invest in this. There are so many things in our lives that we create rules around, especially those things that are very important to us. So for instance, think about some of the things that make us uncomfortable. Conflict, making a mistake, things like that. We have rules around those. What are yours? What if you have to have a critical conversation with someone and you can't get out of it? What are your rules around that? Do you evade it? Do you avoid it? Do you prepare for it? Or do you just dive in? Those are rules. Those are the rules that you've set around specific things in your life that you have chosen to live by. So your beliefs help to shape your rules. The third point or the third step here, from our beliefs and our rules comes our self-talk. I'm going to spend just a minute on self-talk. This is very important. If, (laughs) If you can minimize the distractions, the phone, the computer, the messaging, the people coming at you and all the distractions in this world. If you listen to yourself, talk to yourself, and no, this is not a psychological issue here. I'm just saying we all have self-talk, right? Especially around specific situations, things that we're comfortable with, we tend to be more confident about. Therefore, our self-talk tends to be more positive hey, I'm really good at this. I want to do this. The next time that happens, I'm going to jump in here. Next time that thing happens, I want to be a part of that. That's positive self-talk. You're confident. What about those other things? Oh, I hate that. I I can't do that. That's not good. That's negative self-talk. Now, If you sit down and write a list of your self-talk around specific situations in your life, specific things that you either enjoy doing, confident with, comfortable with, and flip the coin over, things that you are not comfortable with, that you're really trying to avoid if you can, 
I think you'll see the self-talk in those different situations is very different. It's either much more on the positive side or probably a lot more on the negative side with those things that just don't feel comfortable. Yes, we do push through those things. We need to at times. But how long does it take us to do that? And what gets lost in the interim? So there's a cost to this. And self-talk is profound. It has a profound impact on our energy and our motivation. This is where I bring it all back to what we're talking about, our internal motivation. Because our beliefs, the rules we set ourselves to live by, and our self-talk have a direct impact on our internal motivation. Think of motivation as a well, like a water well. You lower the bucket in, you fill it up, you bring it out and use it for whatever you need. Well, instead of water, think of that well inside of you as a well of motivation, which really gives you energy. When you go to that well, is it always full? Can you always get the motivation and energy out of that that you need? Or are there times when that well runs dry or when the level is low and you can't get what you need out of it in the moment? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Because if you're finding yourself in a situation where you have leaks in your well and it's not replenishing fast enough, that's something you can do something about. When you're motivated, you get energy to do the things you need and want to do. And this is why motivation is so important. One of the key indicators of motivation is self-talk. And we've already looked at self-talk and the impact it has. If your self-talk around a specific situation is draining you of motivation and energy, then consider how you might want that self-talk to be in the future to give you a better result. How could you reframe or repurpose that self-talk? How could you change it to be something that will give you more motivation so that you have the energy when you need it? Let me share a few examples of self-talk in a way that might drain internal motivation and then the opposite of that in a way that might enhance internal motivation. So the first thing I'm going to read is, this is what drains motivation and energy from me. The second thing will be around the same situation, but it is a more positive self-talk that can provide internal motivation and energy. And by the way, this needs to be authentic. You need to, you need to be genuine about it. You can't just make stuff up. And it's not magic words here, folks. It's truly you investing in being more intentional about your self-talk. Sometimes we let our brains go on autopilot. And I know we've talked about that in previous episodes. And I've got a big section in my new course, Understanding Your Own EQ, about just letting yourself go on autopilot. 
There's all kinds of things that happen on autopilot that we don't really realize are happening. And then we have to clean up the mess afterwards. And that's not that much fun. So here we go. I hate this. What's the more positive? I don't enjoy this, but I know it's worth the effort. What an idiot. What's the more positive? I am curious why that happened. I can't do that. What's the more positive? I may not be good at that yet, but I'm going to try. Another failure. What's the more positive? Another learning experience. Now, I realize that may just sound like words to you, but unless you're used to lying to yourself, you generally speak truth to yourself, sometimes probably too harshly. You probably lean more on the judgmental side sometimes than the curiosity side. And I would encourage you, especially in your self-talk, to try to practice more curiosity than judgment. Well, you get the idea here. But don't miss the profound impact self-talk has on your internal motivation. External motivators are unreliable. Generally, they only last for the short term. Internal motivation is the motivation you control. It's like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. So I want to go back to those secrets of building internal motivation. The beliefs about yourself and your place in the world, the rules that you've created to live by, your self-talk that is generated from those, and of course, and I'm going to add another thing here, you're going to have emotions around your self-talk. Those emotions are going to directly impact your level of motivation. Bottom line, that's the way our brains work. So with those in mind, ask yourself this question. Are my beliefs, the rules I've created, and my self-talk consistently enhancing my internal motivation? Or make it simple. Are those things motivating me? If the answer to that is yes, then keep doing what you're doing. If you're getting motivation out of those things, and this is where it gets a little nuanced, as I'm sure you know, yes, there's probably times that's exactly what's happening. But there's probably times when that's not happening. If the answer is no, then I want you to try this exercise. And feel free to stop the recording and go through it back and forth. I'm going to go through this fairly quickly, but as clearly and succinctly as I can. I want you to name something in your life 
that drains your motivation and energy. A situation, a relationship, something. Now, specifically define what you believe is true and the rule you have for that situation. So when you look at that situation, whatever it is, what do you think the truth is and what rule have you made up to live around or to get through that situation? Then I want you to very carefully look at what is the self-talk that you have created through that process. Because it will be there. As a matter of fact, it's probably so natural right now. And let me give you a quick example. Let's say you really, really don't like having a confrontation with someone. But there are times when you just have to. You have to confront someone about something they're doing because it's creating very negative consequences. So... Your self-talk could be, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, why do I have to do this again? What is wrong with that person? Oh, I hate this. You can hear it, right? And it's so automatic that sometimes we don't pay attention to it. What we do is we think that our self-talk is actually an emotion. Well, what's happening is your beliefs and the rules that you create, which then create your self-talk around situations, trigger emotions. So there is a controlling process here that you're the only one that really controls. You get to choose the emotional environment you live in. So if you don't like the self-talk you're having, if you don't like the emotions you're having around a specific thing, guess who makes up the rules? You do. So go back, look at the rules, figure out what's going on. Now, what could you change to get more motivation and energy instead of just allowing that thing to drain you every time it happens? Is there something in what you believe that needs to change. Maybe your belief is not based on all the facts or all the information. Do you have a rule you live by that could change to get you more motivation? Uh, Is your rule so fixed and not flexible that it's automatically creating stress for you? I don't know. You're the best person to answer that question. How could you change your self-talk that would be more motivating for you? And that's the key. If you can figure out where the issues are, where the triggers are in your beliefs, your rules, and your self-talk, and if you can change those, repurpose those for better outcomes, you would be amazed at how much you can enhance your internal motivation and the outcome being your energy levels. Do this for every situation 
that you can identify that drains you of motivation and energy. I'm not saying you can control all those things. Anything outside of your control is truly outside of your control. But you get to choose the emotional environment you live in. The fuel that drives you is motivation. The only motivation you can rely on is internal or intrinsic motivation. As we've talked about, external motivators are unreliable. They're great when you get them, but if you're counting on these to motivate you consistently, you're probably going to be disappointed. Internal motivation is an EQ competency and skill that you can grow and develop. The good news, these skills can be developed fairly quickly. How much would it make a difference in your life to have abundant internal motivation? Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.